0: Live From the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio. It's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG. sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing.
1: Hey, everybody. I, I, I'm like stunned. I, Trent, I, I don't know what that bright, shiny thing in the sky is. I, I got up this morning and it, and it actually woke me up when it came through the window, the, the bright light. I was like so confused. The sun. Jimmy B., you've been gone for weeks. I know, but when I got back, the weather was terrible. (laughs) I got used to sunshine. Oh, jeez! Sunshine, blue skies. Please go. Okay, never mind. I'm not going to sing. Did you want to be a
2: meteorologist? Is is that what we're getting to? Because you
1: love to start every day. In college, I blew up the science lab with the Bunsen burner. So probably not a strength of yours. It was not, was not my strong suit. You couldn't have been a meteorologist. You could have been a weather I guy. I could have been a weather guy. But I'm, you couldn't have been a meteorologist. No, I could not. You done. could have read the weather. I could have done that. But you I couldn't, couldn't have, have predicted. My, I could have faked my way through, which they all do right now as it oh, is anyway. get out of here. They Brad Edwards do. does a great job. Hey, Brad, call the show, Brad. I he want to talk to you. Job. I like Brad.
2: He's a, He does well. I know. Number one ranked meteorologist uh, hey, here in the look, state. Look, here, he, here they are, though. They're wrong 60% of the time. Well, that's better than your percentage in picking Are you football kidding? games. Are you kidding me? You're at like 28%. I'm, what? Yeah. Oh, and you told me that the Spurs were going to roll yesterday. What I did happened not, there? I
1: did not tell you the Spurs were going to roll. You
2: said every said, favorite
1: was going to roll. Uh, I tried I, to tell you the Rockets. I, you weren't no, listening no, to me. I, you listen, I was listening to you. I, I concluded with you that if there was going to be an upset, it was going to be Houston. But you wouldn't call an upset. Well, after what I saw last night.
3: Uh.
1: <laughs> so you like to oh, beg on the meteorologists, but you're as bad nah, as they, they are. Look, I, I love, I love uh, weather guys because, A, for the most part, uh, guys that I worked with in the TV business were great guys. Yeah. Really were. And I don't know why that is, and the ladies as well. I, I don't know why. Maybe it's a personality trait that you kind of have to have mm-hmm. uh, to do the weather every day. When I was at the network, I did the weather one day for the network, and people were just, like, falling down laughing. It was absolutely ridiculous. You're always ridiculous. Well, that too. But it it was fun. But, look, I mean, we make fun of those guys all the time. You do. Don't don't say we. You do. And here's, here's how they get around it. When they say, no chance of rain. And then... 35 miles away, it freaking pours because a cloud came in. Well, we told you there, was going to be, there wasn't any rain in the metro, but up in Perry, <laughs> they had nine inches of rain in one day.
2: See, I think they do a good job, Jimmy B. I'm not ragging them that I think bad. They do a I'm not ragging them. I think them. you're just, much like there's many people that give us crap because they wish oh, they, they, they could f- do what we do. They can't. You, they can't. You, you can't. wish you could be a meteorologist.
1: Here's here's the thing that I always... Plus, I, you're old, and old people love weather. <laughs> <laughs> That's not, I've loved weather. That's absolutely I've loved, true. I've loved weather ever since I was uh, in college. I told you, I really did. I started a fire in the science lab with a Bunsen burner. I fried a frog. <laughs> it was terrible. Why were you using a Bunsen burger we and were, a lot no frogs? We were, dissecting, so no we were no wonder.
0: dissecting frogs.
1: I've never forgotten this. We're dissecting the frog. Why, why do you need a Bunsen burner to and do because that? Because the Bunsen burner is right there well, on yeah, the table. Yeah, but okay? why'd you light it? So well, because it was already on the why, the, why the pilot light was already on. Were you so, were you hitting a heater? No, <laughs> although, you need a fire although, up. Although that, I think that took place a
2: couple times in school. So, to get get yourself a Winston. You're probably more a Virginia Slim kind was, of guy.
1: <laughs> no, Tipperillos. Okay, so so the thing I was. The girl that sat next to me was like a real pansy. Mm-hmm. She couldn't... Didn't want to touch the frog. Didn't want to yeah. touch... You, you, you've seen that. Yep, well, okay. Yep. So I was messing with her like, like you know me. Yeah. And so I hit the Bunsen burner and put the frog on top of the Bunsen burner <laughs> and the thing like exploded. You know, there are chemicals in those frogs, know, Jimmy B. Oh, goodness. Oh, God. <laughs> Professor had to go get the fire extinguisher. The frog flies across the room on fire. (laughs) We are off the rails. Four minutes into this disaster. I'm sorry. I couldn't help it. Well, there is
2: some big news. A couple of big local stories today. Yeah, let's go. Uh, We got the MVC. Looks like they are inviting a member. We'll get to that. And also, Iowa State, we got Alex Halstead stopping in today. Right, 1 o'clock. Tuesday spot. And they picked up their quarterback commit for the 2018 class. A, A... Run-oriented quarterback, yes, Rial Mitchell, mm-hmm. and quite the story. Uh, Alex, I asked him about him a couple of weeks ago when I you know, saw the involvement and in how Iowa State was uh, looking like one of the frontrunners for his services. His mom, get this, okay, was an American gladiator. Really? Yeah.
1: She was on the American Gladiator yeah. show. So we'll get into that one. Oh, now. that ought to be I, fun. I figured.
2: I figured that's right up your alley. Oh, now, that is. You're already a Real oh, Mitchell fan. Man, now. I
1: love that show. Yeah. That show was great. <laughs> Plus, he's got a hyphen in his name. Yeah. yeah. I've told you the you're, story. You, you like hyphenated names?
2: Well, I I just love I love punctuation in names. Okay. And growing up as a child of the '80s into the '90s, and we've talked about it before. My first love was Iowa basketball. Sure. And the first time I saw a commitment list from in the newspaper, probably reading, and I see Monterre Glasper, M O N apostrophe T E R. I said, That's the greatest name I've ever seen. <laughs> so going through confirmation, you get to pick your Christian name. Oh, okay. So I told my mom I'd like it to be Monterre. <laughs> <laughs> How'd Bob respond? That was shot down very quickly <laughs> in the Cotton household. <laughs> Monter did not make the cut. <laughs>
1: that's a great story. That's great. See, that's, I, I love when we can tie it into a sports combination like this. I love stories like this. So looking forward to talking about
2: that. We uh, we hit yesterday just briefly on Iowa State and kind of where they're going to turn now for right,
1: basketball. Right, for basketball. They're in, they're in on a couple of guys right now. They
2: are. It's, it's not the same level. Right. You know, we we see the story of Elijah Brown yesterday committing to Oregon. Uh, a week ago, it was Shakir Houston who goes to UNLV, another Iowa State loss to UNLV on the basketball yeah. recruiting front. It was Rashad Vaughn a couple of He's years ago, right. and this one uh, as well. So we'll talk about that, kind of what's next on the horizon for Iowa State. And, and if there is another big-time prospect or two out there, uh, we'll get into that with Alex to uh, kick off the 1 o'clock hour. But the NBC.
1: With the loss of Wichita State, right. the story of today, and, and your buddy, Mark Adams, with the news. He breaks it. Mark, uh, of course, does a lot of their games on the, mm-hmm. the network as their uh, number one color commentator. He works with everybody through, the, through ESPN. Uh, he is dialed in. He says it's Valpo. He says he's confirmed it through a source, and he says that Valparaiso is going to be the team. And that's it. They're only going to add one even though you and I sat here, I think it was several weeks ago, mm-hmm. and thought maybe they should go to 12. Go to 12. You know, yeah. Strengthen numbers. Yes, exactly.
2: You know The concern about that is that you're splitting the revenue pool then that is right. 13 different ways. That 12 right. for each conference member plus the the uh, league office yes. that also gets a portion of it. So when you're talking about that, you're talking about uh, bringing in the revenue that you get from the NCAA tournament, teams that get in, and then you also get shares for each win that you get. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, when you and I won a game a year ago when they knocked off Texas on the buzzer beater for Jesperson, that was hundreds of thousands of dollars, dollars. Yeah. That goes into the coffers of the MVC. Yep. And that was a shot that was probably worth, I think it was maybe $600,000. One shot by right, Paul Jesperson. Yeah, that's it. Brought in $600,000 for the league. Well, now with Wichita going out, now with the chances of being a multiple bid league, yeah. looking like that's out the window as well. This is the move that makes the most sense. I mean, when we were coming up with our list and we talked about a myriad of different teams, yes. uh, I don't think either of us were overly excited about city schools. Nebraska, Omaha, mm-hmm. Missouri, Kansas, Kansas City, yeah. uh, even UW-Milwaukee. Right. You know, we kind of looked at those in basketball pedigree, not overly strong. Milwaukee would be the best of them. But what do they really add to the bottom line? And well, they're not programs that are at a level
1: That's winning a whole lot. Look, they went out and thought if they got Loyola in Chicago, it would help them, and it's just been a disaster. I wouldn't say it's a disaster. They get no no pub at all in the Windy City. That's true. Nothing. Right. But I don't
2: think, in reality, I don't think anybody looked at it for that was the reason. They looked at a basketball program that has pedigree. They won a national championship. Now, it was seventy years Eight ago. years ago, yeah. But they won a national championship. And I did not call that game. You did not, <laughs> no. no. Yeah. It's a city school in a big city. Yep. And it is a program that can grow. I widely panned it. I'm sure you did as I, well I at did. the time. Yep. But looking at the improvements that they've made, Loyola is getting better on the basketball front. That is one that I think makes more sense now than it did then. And I think Elgin did a good job. Valpo is uh, going to be an interesting one. It's not a huge market, but it is just outside of Chicago. It's, mm-hmm. well, I think less than an hour away. Yeah, it Just is. over on the Indiana side, just past Gary, Indiana, is when you get over there to Valpo. Great basketball history, recent success, a good fan base, and it's a basketball program that actually spends money as well, uh, something that I think is a big portion of this. Personally, I would have liked them to go, go to 12. Mm-hmm. Um, I would, too. I think fan base is what you look at. We've heard everything from you know Oral Roberts go down to Tulsa, bring in a market like that. We've heard Belmont, a good basketball program, but and a good city in Nashville. In Nashville. But what are those fan bases going to bring to yeah. the table? When you're you're talking about keeping this event in St. Louis,
1: Valpo, Valpo has a, a traveling fan base. It's not, it's it's, not huge. It's, it's not it's not like Wichita State no, or Creighton. No. It's not in that category. And those
2: those programs aren't
1: out there. No, they're not there for the now. NBC. No, they are not. No. But look, Valpo has had quality teams. Mm-hmm. I mean, all the way back to Homer Drew. Right, right. And everybody remembers But it's not just that. I mean that was twenty years ago, yeah. Now, but which everybody is crazy remembers crazy to think the, how old we're it getting. is. The Bryce Drew shot. Yeah. And then what his kid has done there yeah. as as well. And now mean, who is now at Vanderbilt. But yes. Yeah. It,
2: it's been a solid basketball program over that 20-year stretch. Mm-hmm. And and you're bringing in a basketball brand that people know. I think this is the one that was on the top of most people's list. And I it, think it's so. it's good to see that that's going to happen. If it's at 10, then they're done. Yeah. And they're going to go down this route once again. I personally would have liked to see 12. Mm-hmm. I mentioned the Dakota schools. And it's not that the Dakota schools are bringing anything in market-wise. They're not. Small states. Yep. Small fan bases. But North Dakota State and South Dakota State are the universities. They are the flagship universities. They have other state schools there, North Dakota and South Dakota. South Dakota right. But but it is at a different level. And on top of it, and especially with North Dakota State, you have a fan base that travels incredibly well. Mm-hmm. Go back to this fall. I remember we were sitting here. Well, you weren't sitting here. You were gone. But sitting here on the Friday of the Iowa-North Dakota State. You were gone. Okay. The Iowa-North Dakota State game. Yeah. And hearing the people call in traveling down I-35, oh, I, yeah. I saw a van load of North Dakota State fans making it and talking to my buddies in Iowa City, and one of them uh, sent me a text and just said they're at a bar downtown having lunch, and they saw dozens of North Dakota State fans Absolutely. there already. Yep. That is a fan base of travels. You see what they do in football for the national championship game every year. They bring 10,000 people. Oh, I know they do. For the national championship yeah. game down in Texas. Well, that's wants, a hall.
1: Who wants to be a North Dakota in that, That's
2: a haul yeah. to get there, and they do it every year. You go back to basketball, the first time they made the NCAA tournament after they made the move to uh, the Division I level, they played in Minneapolis against Kansas. They played at the Metrodome against Kansas. And there are people up there that say they outdrew. They outdrew Kansas in the first round for that matchup. That's how many people made the trek to Minneapolis for that. It's a fan base that travels. And as you're looking to build and grow, and maybe even leave South Dakota State out of this, North Dakota State on itself. It is an outlier. It's difficult to get to. It's going to make things. I mean, imagine making the flight from Evanston or, making the, or from Evansville, Indiana, and trying to get up there from sure. Carbondale Oh, sure. and getting up oh, to Fargo. Yeah. It's, it's a
1: it's haul. Not, it's not, yeah.
2: And it's not just basketball, who still charters flights, and most everybody in the MVC still charter. does that. Yeah, they charter. But think of the volleyball team and yeah. the soccer yeah. and the tennis and making that trip to Fargo. That's where the price is. I don't even makes.
1: think they play golf in that state. Oh, sure they do. Beautiful golf courses does, up does, there. You can't play golf till like June. Well, of course. You get three months. Yeah. That's it. But they got some great courses up there, Jimmy. <laughs> B. They do. I'm sure they do. I've heard. I've heard. <laughs> three months. I've never been, but. No. No.
2: I think that North Dakota State would be something where when you're looking at trying to get people to come to the event every year, down to the Arch Madness, that would be one that makes sense. Can mm-hmm. you find a partner to go with them? Yep. That's another question, but for now, looks like it's going ten.
1: It's going to be Valpo, and it's going to be ten schools, and that's pretty much it. So that's that. That's where it is. When it it has not been officially announced, but that is the running rumor that we are running with.
2: Yeah, and uh, hopefully, uh, we'll try to track down Mark
1: Adams. You uh, yeah. you know Mark a little yep, bit? Yeah, so. I do. He and I used to work together.
2: So we'll uh, maybe try to get him on the show tomorrow. We can talk a little bit more about that. We'll continue. Uh, the MVC conversation here throughout the day. But before we take our first break... What do you got, kid? Let's take a look back at last night, in case you missed it, presented by Wolf Construction Roofing. Jimmy B., you saw the sun out. Oh, yeah. That means spring projects. I got a list already. Oh, man, you got... The honeydew list is long. List is out. Well, luckily, Wolf Construction Roofing helped me out. It had a little leak up I'm, in, in me- my garage. I remember you said that. Last year, yeah. came by, hooked it right up. Great job. Happy with everything that they did. Small leak like that, or if it's time for that complete re-roof, you, you just hate to think about it. It's a big project, but they can get most of their jobs done in one day. Mm-hmm. How about that? Yeah. When you're talking about residential, they can get it done in a day. They do a great job. we we'll construction roofing.
1: B- B.J. Bengard is my guy. He
2: is your man, no yeah. doubt about it. Well, let's get into last night, and we're going to start a place we normally don't start. Let's start with some hockey, oh, Jimmy let's B. Let's go,
1: because that was an unbelievable finish to this game.
2: We go to overtime. The game winner on a power play. The Capitals down 2-0. They get it done on the road.
0: It is fed to Shattenkirk again. Shooting. Score! Shattenkirk has won the game in overtime.
2: And you talk about a series Oof. that completely changed. Not just Washington getting the win, which we both felt yesterday. They had to. They do. had to win. Uh, you can come down for 3 nothing. Hockey is the easiest of the sports to do it. Yeah. But it is incredibly difficult.
1: But now the injury to Sid the Kid. Well, here's what happened on that. And I looked at it a couple of times. And Crosby was slicing through the crease, attempting to field a loose puck. uh, Missed on it. A defender came from behind him. Stick flew up. Hit him in the back of the head. Uh, He's got a helmet on. Hit him in the back of the head. Knocked him off stride. And when Crosby turned around, he got leveled on a cross check from another Washington Capitol player. Mm -hmm. So he's out now. He has a history of concussions, and we don't know yet. It hasn't been announced if it is a concussion and how long he's going to be out, or if he is going to be okay and he can play in the next game. Well,
2: and we probably won't hear anything definitive. Right. When we hear if he is out, it's going to be, oh, yeah, he has an upper body injury. Upper body injury. That's all we're going to get out of it. And it is going to be guesswork, but that series now two to one. The Penguins maybe in a little bit of trouble
1: Maybe, there. maybe, but they do play in Pittsburgh in the next game.
2: And if you hopped on the uh, series betting price before the game yesterday, uh-huh. like somebody did in the studio, you could have got the Capitals plus three fifty. Just saying. Just oh, saying. Wow. Well, uh, got home last night, excited yep. to flip on the Cavs and the Raptors. Maybe hoping. Something good waiting for the Cubs as the
1: rains were pouring yeah. down. So I didn't even go even to that game. And I rain. flip
2: it on, and well, it's already a blowout. So <laughs> much of a blowout, <laughs> in fact. LeBron's thinking about drinking beer.
1: great.
2: So he goes over
1: there, and, and hopping around. And, you know the uh, the big spenders that sit in the first row. Yes, they get, have. They get service. And so the girl had a beer in her hand that she was obviously picking up for service. LeBron sought, grabbed it out of her hand, pretended to take a drink. God, that was funny. He's awesome. He, he is, is, so he is awesome. the best.
2: We continue on. More NBA last night, more crappy NBA last night. <laughs> this one was blowout. Woo! was trouble,
0: with the left
1: hand. You're going to bag on James Harden. He didn't even play in the fourth quarter. (laughs) He
2: didn't have to. (laughs) That thing was hideous. There's Harden going to the rim and finishing as Houston Coast. Hey, they hit 22 three-pointers a
1: game and win the NBA title. Mm, That's unbelievable. Remember, we talked about it how they spread the floor. Mm -hmm. We talked about ball movement, the great teams, the ball movement. You get it from Houston. You get it from Golden State. You get it from Utah. You get it from Cleveland. You get it from Boston and even Washington, the teams that are left. The ball movement now in the NBA is absolutely sensational.
2: It was a late night last night. They finally got started in a rough start for Brett Anderson, waterlogged. Did you see the start of that game? I
1: didn't even turn it back on.
2: It was it was absolutely pouring as he went out there okay gives up four runs in the first it was ugly and it continued on throughout the uh, evening freddie galvis going Whoop. yard for the Phils.
0: it's on the line that one is hit in the air to right field it's hit well we going back it is gone a two-run home run for freddie galvis He's now hitting
2: 13-10. 10-1 lead at that point. The Phillies roll into the water-slogged victory
1: last night. A cold, crappy night to be in Ooh, Wrigley. golly. I, I would not hang out at the stadium. Not for a regular season game in the first of May. Oh, Ugh. goodness. <laughs> that know? was... Not a fun experience I can I can hear, oh, God, what's going on? How come we're not 10 games in front? What's happened to our team? I can
2: hear them now. Well, the Royals fans were hollering many things similar. They (laughs) finally end their big skid last night. Eric Hosmer with the homer.
0: Ace, which scored two runs. Drilled. Deep left center field. Garcia is back, and that is gone. And the Royals continue to score with two outs tonight.
2: Well they need it. That offense has been putrid so far this year, Jimmy B. Mm-hmm. And uh, at least for a night, some hope there for the Royals fans. We finish up in St. Louis last night. A fun one between the Brewers and the Cardinals. It goes to Extras. Travis Shaw, who's having a big year. We talked a lot about Eric Thames. Yep. Shaw's been having a nice year as well here in Extras with a three run bomb.
4: Shaw trying to extend this tenth inning. Here's a one-two, and there's a fly ball hit back into deep right field, and that is gone. A three-run bomb
0: from Travis Shaw, and the Brewers take the lead in
2: the
1: tenth. Wow! A blast. Fox Sports
2: Milwaukee with the call last night. Shaw's sixth homer of the season as the Brewers keep finding ways making to win. Making a little
1: noise. They're making yeah. some noise here
2: early on. Yeah, they've uh, they've hung around. They, yeah. It's been a rebuild for them, but. But not a bad start, no doubt about it. Well, that was In Case You Missed It. It's presented by Wolf Construction Roofing. Coming up on the other side, Zubin Mehente, ESPN. He'll stop by a myriad of different things to get into with Zubin. We'll do that next year as we roll through from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studios. It's Jimmy B and TC.
0: The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports. 1700 KBGG. The
2: weather's warming up, and it's time to think about your spring projects. Wolf Construction Roofing can take any roofing job, large and small. Flat roofs, sloped, or pitched. The guys at Wolf Construction will do a wonderful job for you. Most single-family home projects are completed in one day, and your property is left in better condition than they found it. Wolf Construction will do their best to honor you with timely communication, a job well done, and a price that's fair. It's Wolf Construction Roofing. Call BJ Bengard today, 515-225-8866, or check them out online, wolfconstruction.net.
0: hiring is the most challenging part of my job it's really hard the searching the sorting through resumes most people don't have the right experience we started using ZipRecruiter about three months ago right from the start you could tell it was going to make hiring a lot easier one click and my job was posted to a hundred plus job boards all the top sites all of the candidates came to my dashboard and it's easy to compare them thumbs up if i like them thumbs down if i didn't no emails and attachments printing up docs phone calls none of that
3: And I couldn't believe the number of great applicants we got. I had the person we needed within one week. I don't know how we
4: hired before ZipRecruiter. Whether you're looking to fill one position or 20, find the best candidates with ZipRecruiter, where your job is just one click away from 100-plus job sites. ZipRecruiter, the fastest way to hire. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash talent. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash talent. ZipRecruiter.com slash talent.
0: This is a test of the emergency alert.
1: Hey, it's Jimmy B. 50 a place for sports
2: great food and drinks draft house 50 mill civic parkway in west
5: des moines you don't need more sports but you want more sports rockstar satellite can fix that with free next day installation on direct tv call rockstar satellite 515-262-STAR call today for next day installation 515-262-STAR
0: Shooter Supply. See you soon. Back to the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. It's Jimmy B and TC. Hey, everybody. Welcome
1: back in. We roll all the way till 3 o'clock today. It's always fun when Zubma at ESPN takes a couple of minutes. We know that he dislikes us tremendously, and we pay him such a huge amount that he cannot turn that paycheck down. He joins us on the Draft House Fifty Hotline, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Zubin, good afternoon.
6: How about the Houston Rockets last night? I'm going to sabotage the interview, so we have to walk in the head. How about the Rockets last night? Zubin, I watched it. I watched it, and I
2: called it. Yeah, I called he did. it. I uh, this Rockets team. As much as I dislike watching James Harden. The way they spread the floor and the way that, in a way, it's not gaming the system, but they're just completely changing the way that we look at basketball, where they're up there, they're trying to hit 20, 22, like last night, 25 threes. And and with that, if there's a team in the West that can compete with the Warriors, it's them. Just because, hey, what if they have a few games, they get hot, and they knock down just that sheer number of three-pointers?
6: You know, the thing that I took away most is obviously there's so much talk about Harden, the MVP, and I think Trent and I talked about it last week, but the career resuscitation of Mike D'Antoni has been an incredible story. I think coming in, he hadn't won a playoff game in about nine years. He hadn't changed his style. There was an assumption that this style was not enough to put you over the top. It's actually the 10-year anniversary of Popovich and the Spurs taking on D'Antoni and the Suns in a very controversial series you guys might remember where Robert Ory hit checks Steve Nash into the scoring table, and there was a lot of people that thought that was the best team Mike D'Antoni ever had. There was multiple suspensions after that game for guys getting up and leaving the bench. San Antonio ended up winning the series, and I think a lot of people felt like that was Phoenix's best opportunity uh, to quit. But here they are again a decade later, D'Antoni's back in the league. Instead of Nash, he's got Harden. Popovich basically is still Popovich as, as usual. And here we go. But the supporting cast are really tremendous. I, I think this series is really going to put a spotlight on guys um, like Eric Gordon, guys that really should be deserving respect all season long. And when you just when you wiggle it down to just Westbrook and Harden all the time, I guess I'm not. I guess I'm willing to concede that guys on the OKC side, because the previous series just showed what happened when Westbrook was off the floor, but with the Rockets, if you're really watching them for the first time or really finally digging into the Rockets, you kind of realize what a, what a group of guys Harden has around him. Just, Westbrook just did not have in any way, shape, or form, and I think the Spurs found that out pretty difficult way last
1: night. Uh, Zubin, you couldn't have stated it any better. You're absolutely correct. Uh, to the other game with Cleveland and Toronto, you could sure tell that it is now the second round of the playoffs the cavs were loose they were playing with a great exuberance i mean they look like ninth grade kids out playing with the way that they would celebrate after each big play that they made lebron faking drinking a beer on the sidelines <laughs> I, I this this team this team is just gearing up right now
6: you know it's funny i think a lot of people You know, we're saying before the start of the postseason, because of what the Raptors were able to do last season to the Cavs in the next round in the conference final, that uh, the Raptors would pose a big challenge. But, you know, I mean, the Raptors are just the the typical sort of team that, if you take a look at how they fared in game one, in almost any series they've played in the last few years, it doesn't matter where it's played. Like, whether it's the last round where they hosted Milwaukee at home or last night in Cleveland, they are just not up for the challenge of game one. I just never understood that for a franchise that has really never been anywhere in, in their history that to put them over the top. I just don't understand why they come out so darn flat. Now, again, obviously last night the competition may have had something to do with it. Dwayne Casey has also said his team plays much better when they face adversity, but I just don't get it. Everybody's putting everything on the Cavs, and I get it. But if you're a team like Toronto, the uninspiring opening game effort. Like, it, it's anything. You know, you can say whatever you want about Holberg in the Bulls. Like, they came out on fire and they won those first two games. They got jazzed up. I, I just don't really understand why the Raptors are consistently, and I don't know nobody cares about the Raptors, but why they consistently just lay eggs in the opening games of I'm series. I'm not, I'm not saying they had to beat LeBron in the Cavs. To your point, Jim, the way that they were energized and rested, mm-hmm, Right. they had somewhere between seven, eight, nine days off when you think about it. Obviously, it's going to be tough to beat them on the, on the road with, with LeBron and company getting that much rest. But I've got to see more out of the Raptors in an opening game. I, I'm serious. If you go flashback the last few years and take a look at their game one in almost any playoff series, you're bound to be disappointed.
2: And it happened this year in that uh, round one game right. against Milwaukee. You went out right. there and, and saw Giannis go out and uh, played an incredible level in game number one and really played well in about three of those games uh, of that series. You know, uh, we get tonight game two of the Wizards and the Celtics, and that 16 nothing run to start the game, it, it was incredible to watch, Zubin. Was that maybe in the end a bad thing, though, for, for the Wizards to get out to that type of lead?
6: No, I don't. I mean, to me, it's just you got to be able to hold that, you know? They came off a series where Wall, I believe, at 42 points in the previous playoff game to close the series. You have momentum. You're on fire. you got. To, you got to just finish. I mean, I, I think the Celtics are a very dangerous team. Um, obviously, they were able to. I believe the biggest lead in that game was 17 in the first quarter. They were 16 nothing out of the gate. I think they were down as many as 17. And then they started hitting those threes. And when they hit those 19 threes, it's just going to be really, really difficult for Washington to stem the tide. But I think if Washington, again, is the sort of team that they hope to be, again, another team that's sort of middling there, um, you have to be able to steal that game if you want to be legit in the series. Now, I wouldn't be surprised at all, to be honest with you, if this was like a 2-2 series, um, just because I think while the Celtics are extremely talented, I'm not going to give them, I don't know about you guys, I'm not going to give them a ton of credit Mm -hmm. um, for going to Chicago and evening the series with an eight seed. You know what I mean? I, mean, right, I understand right. you're at a 2-0 hole, but that, that's not that impressive. Um, this is going to be much stiffer competition, but I think if you're Washington, you've got to be able to hold that sort of lead only because you were coming off a series clincher. You had a ton of momentum over the weekend. Um, your best player had his best game of the playoffs in the win over Atlanta, the series pitching win. And then you start on fire, and it just totally peters out to me. That was a prime opportunity for the Wizards. They
1: just blew it totally. I, I agree with you. Uh, quickly that you referenced the Bulls, let's go to your thoughts on Chicago. Uh, they're going to have a press conference tomorrow. It appears it's going to be just an end-of-the-season type press conference. In your estimation, Hoiberg, both Trent and I believe, that he is back next year as head coach. And do they need now to just keep Butler maybe Robin Lopez, and just blow it up and and try to retool the entire team.
6: Yeah, I think the one thing that really is going to help Fred is just making the playoffs this year. Now, making the playoffs this year out of the bottom of the East isn't great shake, but they got to the playoffs, they gave a little bit of a test to a top seed, and I think that would be enough to give Fred a reprieve for another couple of years. So, in my opinion, let's say Miami had won the last spot in the East. Then you're looking at Chicago missing the playoffs in both of Fred's first two years. Mm-hmm. And then you're setting up for a monster third year. Whereas if they do what you say, Jim, and they blow up the team, then you're asking for another season in the lottery. Suddenly Fred's got three years in the NBA. If this scenario would have played out this year where they missed the playoffs, suddenly he had three years in the NBA, and he's not in the playoffs once. And then I think it's very hard to justify keeping him around. So I think getting into the playoffs this year was Huge, doing a little bit of damage, winning two games against the top seed, whether the top seed was just not right. They just weren't there. There was obviously things going on off the floor. Um, Whatever the case may be, they were able to take two games away from the number one seed in the East. So next year, if they blow it up, I think they can say, well, you know, Fred's kind of a good coach. He did take us to the playoffs. Last year, Wade was injured down the stretch of the regular season. We still made it. The biggest thing hanging over the team, to me, Jim, is Wade, because he can opt in for over $20 million. And I just don't think that's great money uh, that Chicago would want to see spent. Now, he can do that, and he said he's still on the fence about whether he's going to come back or not, whether he wants to impart some wisdom to younger players or whatever it is. But to me, that's a huge decision that's in Wade's 10. And I'm sure the Bulls were kind of hoping that they could spend that money elsewhere, but they knew this was an obvious possibility when they signed him to have him, quote-unquote, return back home so i agree keep who you got i think there's a couple of other guys in the team that are worth keeping too but the Wade decision and if he decides to opt in i think he's going to make life a lot more difficult because i think it's hard for me to justify that's a 23.8 or whatever he's making i don't think he's that sort of player that can justify that sort of salary for a team that could really use some extra pieces with that catch
2: zuba Mahete espn joining us on the draft house 50 hotline Zubin, uh, just an awful story from last night with the Red Sox and the Orioles game. Adam Jones, the fine outfielder, American hero for what he did in the World Baseball Classic, the subject of uh, a torrent of just N bombs, mm-hmm. uh, just uh, the things thrown at him. It's crazy. It's 2017, yeah, and things like this still happening. Absolutely head scratching.
6: They have to address this right away. I think one of the biggest things what happens to these situations is that Jones will go to the media after the game, and he'll say it. And I think the next step is just to be totally proactive. When he goes out there and do his post-game presser and says something, oftentimes you will hear in any sport, an investigation is underway, we're going to talk to people involved. The individual, I think, that threw peanuts at him, he was found, he was thrown out of the Fenway mm-hmm. Park. Yep. But I think it's one of those things where a lot of times, to me, the biggest thing they have to do is get on it, Right away. remember, this is a team that's going to be playing the Red Sox on and off 19 times all season. They're in the division. They'll be making several visits there. The Red Sox will be making several visits to Oriole Park at Camden Yards. A lot of people will tell you that when you go to Oriole Park at Camden Yards, this is maybe something you not think about you know, uh, in the Midwest, but it's a very drivable trip for Yankee fans. It's a very drivable trip for Red Sox fans. Mm-hmm. You'll often go to the Baltimore Orioles game, and if they're playing the Yankees and the Red Sox. Uh, Tampa's a little bit difficult, obviously Toronto is the world's way. But for those other two teams, the ballpark is full of fans from Boston and New York. So you have to be very careful, not just saying this is a uh, Fenway Park issue, but if Adam Jones feels like he's getting this at Fenway Park and other places, no place is safe, not even your own home, home stadium. So you have to be really, really vigilant about it. I mean, it's very similar to a league thing. We're going to investigate. We're going to look into this. It's protocol. I think a lot of times what you have to do is just expedite something like this. Um, yeah, I was
1: going to say, it's it's not Major League Baseball's fault, but it is on Major League Baseball to try to rectify.
6: No question. They're, They're not culpable at all, but they will have to figure out what the next step is because people are going to look to them to make some sort of ruling. And that's why I think it has to be expedited. I know a lot of times you want to hear both sides. This person gets involved, that person gets involved. And that stuff takes time. And I think if you tell Adam Jones, who's at the center of this, that it's going to take time, we're going to talk to both sides, he's going to say, why would you need to talk to both sides? This is a pretty one-sided issue. I was standing there minding my business, and this happened. So I think from a public relations perspective and a human perspective, they need to get on this right away. Because remember, baseball is the other sport we are playing every single day. This isn't an NFL story where something happens on a Sunday You've got seven days to figure it out. I mean, this is an everyday type of occurrence that's likely to happen at any ballpark if it isn't rectified or nipped in the bud really fast.
2: So with that, baseball is uh, away from the negative. It's uh, It's been an interesting season overall. You know, it felt like over in the National League, we kind of had a good feeling of the pretenders and the contenders. The American League, uh, same kind of way, but... It seems like there's a lot more teams keep their head above water here locally. The Twins, the Brewers, the White Sox have been a lot better than people anticipated. And outside of the Nationals, those upper echelon teams, the Cubs, the Dodgers, maybe been a little bit less here. Good baseball season a month in, Zubin.
6: No question. We were actually discussing that, Trent, the other day. Obviously, there's some outliers like this, Toronto Blue Jays, right. and a couple of other teams. There's I mean, the San Francisco Giants. But other than that, you're right. More teams are on pace to win more games than we've seen before. I think a lot of times we kind of pay attention to the Giants because of the Garner situation. The Jays have been the back-to-back KLCS, if I'm not mistaken. So their slide is really head-scratching, even though they won last night. But it's one of those things where you're right. I think if you take a look at the macro picture, more teams are better at this point than have been in a long time. We tend to focus on the teams that are struggling because we're surprised at some of those that are really at the bottom of the standings. But, yes, if you take a look at it as a whole, I think most team fans are generally pleased where they are, and teams are winning at a much higher clip early on at least. Mm-hmm.
1: Zubin Mahente is our guest on the Draft House 50 Hotline Mills Civic Parkway, West Des Moines. Okay, games tonight, Zubin. How do you see these games playing out? Let's start first in the NBA, and then we'll go to the NHL.
6: Well, I just think for, from Jolden State's perspective, I look at it and I say this is prime for them because at this point, if you don't think, if you don't think that Steve Kerr's absence is a big thing, I think it's a big thing. I really do. I think a lot of people feel like, well, Walton came in there. He was 39 and 4. He showed anybody he could do it. I don't know. Because Draymond's comments yesterday that they're not expecting him back for right. the rest of the postseason, yeah. that's a real test. It, and credit to Kerr, because I remember when he first said I wasn't going to do it, I think it was going to be like before game two or game three of the first series against Portland, um, he came out flat out. And he basically said, um, listen, um, this is not going to be a game-to-game thing. We're not going to come out here every day and say, I'm in, mean, I'm out, I'm in, mean, I'm out. He basically said without saying, this is indefinite. <laughs> I'm talking to you right now, and unless you hear from me again, I won't be coaching. And I don't think that really, that really settled in with a lot of people, because he didn't actually use those words like, I'll see you when I see you. <laughs> But he basically said that. And I think at this particular point, you know, one thing that I was talking to somebody about the other day, part of the reason, this is crazy, part of the reason they hired Mike Brown is because Bob Myers and the Warriors, the Bob Myers, the GM, said that they were wondering what would happen if there was a reoccurrence of the injury that Steve suffered a couple years ago as a result of back surgery. And that's the reason that when Luke Walton left the Lakers, left for the Lakers, they hired Mike Brown specifically because they thought, oh my goodness, if this flares up with Kerr again, what's going to happen? We don't have Walton to fall back on. Brown is coached in the NBA Finals. Brown has a lot of experience as an NBA head coach and he's battle tested. So to me, it's actually not just amazing that Brown has taken over. It's more amazing that the Warriors had the foresight to think about this in the offseason and said to themselves, What if Steve's back flares up again? Then what do we do as a contingency? And largely based on that notion, they hired Mike Brown. Who could have ever thought it would happen, especially because he went through the bulk of the regular season. Okay, did Steve Kerr. And then it just happened. Uh, Again, it flared up. So kudos to the Warriors for having that sort of foresight. It's pretty amazing, don't you think?
1: I, I agree with you 100%. Do you give Utah a chance at all with a budding star in Gordon Hayward, or they're not there yet? No chance.
6: I think they're not there yet, but they're definitely trending in the right direction. The last four years, Quinn, and we know Quinn from Missouri yep. in the Big 12. Um, in the last four years under Quinn, they've gone 20s, 30s, 40, 50 in terms of win, not on the number. Wins in the 20s, 30s, 40s, and 50s. That's pretty impressive. That's a real linear move in the right direction. And what I'm excited about most, Jim, with Utah, besides the fact that they're actually going to get a Saturday night ABC game this weekend. Can you put that? Um, the thing that I'm most excited about is, is, to Trent's point, I don't think they're anywhere close to the Warriors, but they have played them well. I want to just see what Utah really, really looks like mm-hmm. when they're full throttle. Because remember, Hayward had the food poisoning in the early in the series. Yep. Gobert got injured 11 seconds into the first game. Barely played in the last game because he had a ton of foul trouble and they still eased their way past the Clippers, which is another disaster unto itself. But I'd like to see what Utah looks like when fully constituted. A guy like Joe Johnson that can hit you a big shot, he has. A guy like Hayward that's a, your word, a budding superstar. Gobert, who could be the best defensive player in the league. I just want to see what they are like. And their opponent can sympathize with this because their opponent knows what it's like to play shorthanded. (laughs) I would love to see what Utah looks like when all of those guys are going at once, is it enough to stop the Warriors? I agree with Trent. Probably not, but I think a lot of people would be very surprised to realize they won 51 regular season games. They won it. Nobody cares about winning divisions in the NBA anymore, or whatever. But they won the division, yeah. and it have got to be the quietest 51 win team I've seen in a really long time. Just.
1: Always good, pal. When we catch up with you, have a great day, Zubin. Thank you. <laughs> You got it, guys. Take care. See you. Zoom ahead to ESPN on the Draft House 50, Hotline Mills Civic Parkway, West Des Moines. We're coming right back after this. Big news, big talk. Join me, Diana Kelly, every Saturday morning at 10 for what's happening in your neighborhood with Inside Iowa. On
0: 1700 KBGG.
3: listen, this whole do-it-yourself thing is fine for some projects, but when it comes to window coverings, not so much. Tell me about it. I did some do-it-yourself shades that are best described as uneven and twisted. Yeah, I've seen them. That's why I'm going with Budget Blinds. That's a style and service for every budget people, right? Yeah, and that is for real. Budget Blinds has no surprises pricing and a no questions asked warranty. The best in the business. No surprises pricing and a no questions asked warranty? No brainer, right? So Budget Blinds comes in, measures everything, or Orders for you then they install it all it's a beautiful thing and now you can get up to five hundred dollars off on signature series window coverings another no-brainer number please 855 budget blinds or go online to budgetblinds.com call 855 budget blinds and get the experts to do it for you at a price that fits your budget call 855 budget blinds now offer good on selected products at participating independently owned and operated franchises only some restrictions may apply ask for details
0: what does advanced auto parts have to offer plenty like a rewards program called speed perks that gets you twenty dollars off your next purchase when you spend a hundred dollars or more what doesn't advanced auto parts have to offer a reason why there's a supermarket employee there to help you, even though it's called self-checkout. So forget figuring out the produce code for apples and check out Advanced Auto Parts rewards program, Speed Perks, and get $20 off your next purchase when you spend $100 or
5: more. Advanced Auto Parts. Let's get you back on the road. See an advanced team member or go to speedperks.com to sign up this is an announcement for all people who want to take a risk-free challenge to whiten their teeth in five minutes by calling now you can whiten your teeth in five minutes using clinically proven power swabs this risk-free challenge is for people whose smile has been yellowed by coffee tea red wine or smoking the power swabs five minute challenge is available by responding to this advertisement if lines are busy try again because the 5-Minute Challenge is exclusive, it's not available in drugstores. Power Swabs was formulated by Dr. Martin Ginniker and whitens teeth with a patented tooth detergent and whitening agent. It's so effective, we challenge you to try it for 5 minutes to see how white your smile can be. Get it risk-free. Dial 1-800-204-1201. That's 1-800-204-1201. Transform your smile into a wow, you look great smile. Dial 1-800-204-1201. That's 1-800-204-1201.
0: Call your local dealer now. Switch to DirecTV today and start enjoying the nation's number one satellite TV service. Call Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. That's Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. Of course, 24-month TV and 12-month internet agreements and combined billing. New approved customers only must remain active and in good standing on all services or then prevailing rate supply in second year. Prorated ETF up to $480 for TV, $180 for internet. Equipment non-return Other and conditions supply. Call for details. Offer ends 121.17. Jim Brunson, Trent Condon. It's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG, live from the Wolf Construction Studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent.
1: All right, everybody, we are back as we continue to roll all the way to 3 o'clock today. Uh, we do have a uh, great show. Zubin, obviously, just on. Top of the hour, we're going to get into a lot of Cyclone information. Alex Halstead, 24-7 Cyclone Alert, will be our guest at uh, 140 Robert Rydell, Viking Territory. The latest on how the Vikings did in the NFL draft. And then your boy, the Wolfman, will uh, be on, what, around 2? Yeah, 2 o'clock. Okay. Wolfgang will stop by.
2: We'll uh, talk uh Married to different things with him, a lot on the Hawkeyes in the draft. Okay, some of the free agents and uh, a story from Friday, Jimmy B. Mm-hmm. Connor McCaffrey, yes, making the decision that he is going to concentrate on baseball in year number one in Iowa City. Uh, I have let my thoughts be known on it. Where are you with uh, young McCaffrey, a top 150 player, redshirting his first year on campus?
1: It's his decision. I'm I'm happy for him. Look, the kid made the decision. Nobody else is making the decision. It's not the fans who make the kid's decision. It's the kid who makes the decision. Whatever the kid wants to do when you're 18 should be able to make that decision. That's what he decided to do. I don't hold or begrudge him anything. I wish him well, to be honest with you. And from a, you, you know, when you go back 192 years in my life, and I'm trying to remember when I was 18, I made a lot of really stupid decisions. He doesn't sound like a kid that... Uh, no. He's
2: incredibly he's, thoughtful. He's, he's, he's a really he's smart kid. He's very well grounded, yeah. yeah he's he, uh, he has a chance at the presidential scholarship. I mean, he is a highly right. intelligent young man. And I, I think there's always that that lingering, and for a lot of people, it's a difficult choice. You know, mm-hmm. when you go to college... If you are a multi-sport athlete, what are you going to do? He has an opportunity here. And I think something maybe people are missing, I thought it was interesting when he talked Friday a little bit about the decision, as he talked about having a little bit more of a gap between him and Bohannon. Mm -hmm. If he'd come in next year, there'd just be a one year between them, and he'd be sitting behind him until his senior year. Now with this, it'd be a two-year gap in between both of those players, plus another year to play with his brother yeah and I think that's a big impact. Uh, Patrick is a national recruit, yes, as good is. as Connor is, Patrick Patrick's is at a, he's at a different level, yeah, on the national scale. and Patrick has a chance that 2019 class, I was already out there fishing for some heavy ones. oh yeah, they are. Dale Davis's boy, yeah, that's one yeah, of them they offered just a couple I, weeks I know. ago. yeah, so they're after some big time prospects, and a lot of people want to play with him. I think it makes sense now for this year, for the 2017, 2018 year. It is a hit. I mean, now we're back to square one, hoping that Christian Williams can be the backup sure, point guard. Sure, I get that. Yep. He had issues last yeah, year. Yeah, he did. I thought McCaffrey was going to get those minutes. That's not going to be the case. So for this year, individually, maybe it is a bit of a blow. But overall and for the future of the program, it's a good thing. I think so. You get a two-year gap between your point guards. Sure. You get McCaffrey able to go in there, develop for another season. And uh, with it, play another year with his brother.
1: And the kid gets a chance to just kind of get his feet wet. And he loves playing baseball. Yes. So let him play. Right. Jimmy B and TC, we're coming right back, everybody. Alex Halstead, we will switch to Iowa State at the top of the hour. It's the Big Talker 1700.
0: 1700 KBGG is the Big Talker in Des Moines. With Jimmy B and TC, noon to 3, sports talk that rocks. 1700 KBGG hiring is the most challenging part of my job it's really hard the searching the sorting through resumes most people don't have the right experience
3: we started using
0: ZipRecruiter about three months ago right from the start you could tell it was going to make hiring a lot easier one click and my job was posted to a hundred plus job boards all the top sites all of the candidates came to my dashboard and it's easy to compare them thumbs up if i like them thumbs down if i didn't no emails and attachments printing up docs phone calls
3: none of that And I couldn't believe the number of great applicants we got. I had the person we needed within one week. I don't know how we hired before ZipRecruiter.
4: Whether you're looking to fill one position or 20, find the best candidates with ZipRecruiter, where your job is just one click away from 100-plus job sites. ZipRecruiter, the fastest way to hire. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash talent. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash talent. ZipRecruiter.com slash talent
3: like all of you out there Michael Lindell the inventor of my pillow had problems sleeping pillows would go flat
0: it's Mattress Firm's Memorial Day Sale, where we guarantee you'll love your mattress with a 120-night money-back guarantee. And you'll love Mattress Firm savings, too. Save up to $1,000 store-wide on the latest sleep technology from Beautyrest, Serta, and others. Plus, save up to $400 on select adjustable bases and get up to two free pillows only during Mattress Firm's Memorial Day Sale. For offer details, visit mattressfirm.com slash circulars. Product offers and prices may vary in
3: Hawaii and Alaska. The Home Depot has a new idea. Free carpet installation that means free carpet installation. Clearing out furniture? Free. Ripping out old carpet? No charge. Hauling it away? On the house. No hidden fees, just free installation on carpet, $699 or more. The Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Valid on carpet priced $1 or more per square foot. Unique specialty items and requirements may be priced separately. Not valid in all markets. See homedepot.com for details. Offer ends June 7th.
1: Hey, everybody. It's me. It's Jimmy B. And I'm here to tell you about Aspen in the West Glen Town Center in West Des Moines. You want a great workout? Aspen has got everything that you need. It's a newly remodeled facility. All the machines, all of the weights, training sessions, everything that you need to get your health improved. And right now, Aspen is running a family add-on special. 1,700
0: KBGG Des Moines, Accumulus Station. Big news, big talk, and- and big sports. 1700 KBGG. CBS Sports Radio. Sports Flash. I'm Jay Bur-